You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Teresa Curley. And I'm Father Sean Hagerty coming with you live this morning. It's been a great morning so far, hasn't it? Yeah, even though it's really rainy out and, you know, I I talked about, you know, it's kind of depressing this morning with the rain and the fall and everything's getting colder and darker and everything's dying outside. And uh, God wants to remind you that, that he is eternal life and he gives us life. And that makes all the difference in the midst of this. And we pray, too. Some people deal with seasonal depression and things like that as well. And so we pray for them as well. And God is with us this morning. And God is with us in the form of a very special guest. Matt Adamson. Good morning, Matt. How are you? Good morning, guys. I'm great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you here. Matt Adamson's a parishioner of St. Lambert Parish here in Sioux Falls. Oh, that's awesome. It's a good place to be a parishioner. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Matt, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so Father brought up the one point I meant. I'm a 30-plus year parishioner of St. Lambert's in Sioux Falls. So, um, yeah, so my name is Matt Adams, and I'm married um, for about eight years, a little over eight years now. We have, uh, I'm, I'm a girl dad. I have three young girls, three, Wonderful four, and young six. Wonderful young ladies. So, yeah, how, what's yeah. their ages again? Three, four, and six. So yeah. I've got a first grader, a preschooler, and then my youngest is still at home. But um, yeah, and I'm uh, pretty much a St. Lambert's lifer. I was baptized at St. Michael's. Um, oh. And then we moved to the east side. <laughs> yeah, we, we moved to the east side when I was three years old. And so um, we, my wife and I always joke that we never made it west of Sycamore. So we're both <laughs> Sioux Falls east siders. We grew up um, over there. And then, yeah, we... We live over by Washington High School now, but um, yeah, never made it east of Sycamore. We stayed over there. Well, we like it that way. But people from east of, uh, east of Sycamore, you can come join us too. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So, Matt, we wanted to talk with you this morning about That Man Is You. Could you tell us what that is? <laughs> yeah, so, so the irony of all this is I'm fairly new to That Man Is You. <laughs> I'm going through it for the first time, but... Um, I learned about it um, very first through the Holy Spirit men's group. They've had been doing that man as you for several years now. And it was actually years ago um, when I was working with the Y Discipleship Program. We had just started that. And so they invited me to come talk to their men's group about um, Y Disciple, actually, um, because I was a youth group leader at the time. And so I I did that. And then I kind of came in and I just saw part of the program, you know, because it was going on before I got there. Um, and just all I remember about it, I was like, this is really good. You know, I got like this maybe five minute glimpse of it. I was like, wow, that was really good. And so, um, that was literally it. Like there was nothing, there was nothing beyond that. The seed was planted. The seed was planted. Yeah. Very quickly. (laughs) And then, um, you know, I heard about it again because father had wanted to get it started here for, I mean, it was over a year you had been wanting to get it started before we actually did. And so it was kind of like, um, yeah, it was, you know, here it is again. And I'm like, well, I, I know it's pretty good. 
Um, but I was hesitant because it's like, I'd never been through it. Like I'm going through it the first time with everyone else, but mm -hmm. so it's, um, yeah, that was something we had in the parish for those who don't know, we, I really wanted to have a men's group get started. And this kind of goes back to that missionary discipleship piece that the bishops given us as his vision, which is mm -hmm. lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship through God's love. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I really felt like God was calling us to have a men's group in our parish, and it was happening where it felt like I was trying to make it happen. You know, this is back yeah. just before COVID happened, and we were going to go through the Knights of Columbus um, videos at the end of the breach and kind of have that as a precursor for That Man Is You, which always starts in the fall, mm -hmm. and this was in the spring. And, um, and we had guys coming and whatnot, but it just it felt kind of a little bit uh, coarse, a little bit within me as I was doing that. And uh, a, a little sign of not necessarily working with the Holy Spirit, but kind of doing my own game plan, you know. <laughs> and then uh, this fall came around, and that was the temptation was a little bit, do I take this on and try to make this happen? And I felt like God was saying, no, don't do that. And then I wrote a bulletin article, and I, and I wrote in the bulletin article, I said, I feel like God's calling for us to have something for our men together, but uh, we need a leader to lead it. Mm -hmm. And, and I, maybe... Maybe there's no one in the parish who's called to lead, and that's fine, and that's okay. But uh, we do need to pray as men in our parish, how are we, how are we called to support one another in living out our vocation? Hmm. And, uh, um, and I said, but maybe there, there is someone who is called in our parish, but is not willing to say yes to that call. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then uh, Matt came to me uh, a couple weeks later and said, Father... You know, I read that bulletin article. I'll, I'll, let, you, I'll let you share that. Yeah, well, you were very direct. I, I appreciated that because you did, you did really put yourself out there as a pastor, I think, when you did that. It was, I mean, it was like, um, you, ladies, you got to communicate very directly with men. My wife reminds me of this all the time, how she needs to speak, you know, in clear, you know, short sentences so that, I, so that it registers with me. And so it's like, you know, you, you, just, you just very directly asked and you say, Here's this thing. I want it to happen. I need a leader. No one's stepping up. Mm. So, like, it needed to be, it wasn't confrontational way, but it was very direct and it was very, like, hey, I, I want this and I need someone. And um, I, I appreciated that because you, as a pastor, I'm sure it's hard to put yourself out there like that, too. So, I think that's, that, that was a very good thing. You know, I'd encourage, you know, yeah. the pastors to do that because. Like, Sometimes that's what I needed, right? So I describe yeah. my background with that man as you. I obviously felt completely inadequate <laughs> yeah. starting a group because yeah. I'd never been through um, even a full session of it before. Um, and, so, and, and that's kind of part of that again. That bishop's vision of missionary discipleship is kind of putting ourselves out there, you know? Because why? Because we we're, through God's love, we are loved. We can kind of make ourselves vulnerable mm -hmm. to a certain extent, and mm -hmm. and uh, we'll literally fully with God, and uh, and then then we can, we really allow him to begin to work through us in ways that we never thought possible. So, yeah, so I was really excited when Matt said, <laughs> said yes. And, uh, and, just to, and, and when I saw the excitement in him mm. and the drive in him as he was talking about all this, mm -hmm. I was like, this is definitely of the Lord. So it was, it was really beautiful, really awesome to see. Yeah, and that, that was that was really remarkable as we got the program started too, is how much enthusiasm just appeared. You know, I'll share some stories with that probably at some point here, but um that was incredible how it just kind of in some ways materializes, you know, 
almost out of thin air, you know, as, as you might think. But there's 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 things going on in people's hearts, and then mm. when the right prompt hits, you know, maybe your pastor directly asks for something in the bulletin, <laughs> like then then things can happen. But it, it's amazing how much we discovered that there were things, you know, there are things stirring in people's hearts long before that. Um, but then it takes something to kind of ignite that mm. and really get it rolling in the parish. So. So I guess why specifically that man is you? Because, Father, you mentioned that there's other programs for men around. So, like, what makes What Man Is You so special, and why is it? Why is St. Lambert's called to have this particular program? Well, I, you know, when I the other program we did, that was more of a like a six-week program is what it was. So it's just kind of be something to kind of do the spring and then in the fall. And there there are some a few other men's. Uh, programming, but that men is used probably the the best and well organized, and it actually has. Um, Matt can talk about the format a little bit, but it really has kind of a format or material that would last. Is it a five year cycle? So there's it goes year by year, and I th they're building out more and more programs over time. So we're doing um, becoming a man after God's own heart is this year, and so it's um, it's it's two semesters worth. Um, and and it, it's sort of this. Um, Steve Bowman, yep, uh, out of Texas, and um, it's been going for over a decade, and it's it, it's gone so well that now they're actually updating and doing everything again because it has always a series of videos, but those are all dated now, and so they've got new ones out that mm. they that they published here recently in the last couple of years, and um, and it's like Matt said, it's just really, um, it's really good content. I mean, it it really is, and. Yes. and and for me, it, it, the, I guess the key thing was, in my mind, was that it's, it's kind of, like Matt said, uh, it kind of runs itself. So there's not a ton of work on any one person. The material's there. It's kind of just turnkey to a certain extent, which is a lot of us are so busy. You yeah. know, it's, it's nice to have something where a lot of things are laid out for you. And, uh, and it's, they've thought about a lot, of, a lot of different details that need to get thought about. So it saves a lot, a lot of time too. Yeah, that was a big part of um, leading the group. Is that I don't have to create anything. You know, I don't have to create mm -hmm. any content. I don't have to create any materials. You know, it's it's all there, and I think that speaks to how well they've developed the program. Um, where I could jump in, not having done any of it before, and just just be an organizer um, and kind of lead it that way, and it and it works. You know, it, it's very very well done and. And so, yeah, it's something that has kind of expanded. So now there's multiple years. They have a marriage program now. Um, mm -hmm. They offer a few parts of the program in Spanish as well. So they've just really <clears throat> developed it over the years. I think it's it's pretty cool how it's how it's grown and how they've just continued to offer more um, as it's expanded. So yeah, and, and speaking of expanded, we had quite a few guys sign up for that man as you. Mm -hmm. we, we that man as you got signed up first, and, and not that numbers are. are uh, all that important, but it's, it was it just so awesome to see. How many did we have sign up, Matt? We had we had sixty seven initially, uh, um, and so the big the big thing with groups is always you know sign up and then how many people are going to come <laughs> because that's another thing about that man is you that people should know is it's it's something that if you can't make it every week it doesn't mean you don't participate. Mm -hmm. You know we we ebb and flow from week to week. Who's here? You know there's some guys who are here like clockwork or somewhere here every other kind of a thing and and that's that's a natural part of the program and i don't think anyone should be worried about that if they say well maybe i can't meet the commitment um you know i knew someone who started in week four you know, he just it was finally when it worked for him and then now he's coming mm -hmm. back 
every week. And so it's kind of a, you know, don't be afraid of that weekly commitment by any stretch. It's something that um, can be fruitful, you know, even if you're not there <laughs> every week. Yeah, um, obviously that's great, but we we so, had the majority of those sixty-seven coming every week. Yeah, and so some some good. of the guys that are coming like clockwork, more and more retired, so they don't have as many commitments. Gotcha. And other guys are young, and like like Matt, you know, th three young kids. Some guys aren't are just a single young men. Um, one guy was in my small group. I actually I go to this every single uh, week too as well, and because mm -hmm. I I just really I, I really I, I'm enjoying just being a participant. And I'm letting Matt kind of kind of lead, and and it's just it's he's doing an awesome job too, by the way. But uh, but one of the guys in in my small group said, you know, Father, I'm just so thankful for this group uh, and to be here and to be talking about all these things and have all of you guys and listening to you because I'm looking at getting engaged, and I want to be the best husband that I can be, the best father that I can be, and I feel like I'm getting like. A direct injection of what I need as I'm taking this step to, to propose to my my future bride, wow. and uh, and so he's just like he's just so thankful for this, and, and that really kind of helped, because then he ended up proposing to her, but, but you know just just like uh, two weeks ago, so she, she awesome. said yes too. So, uh, but that helped give him a little more confidence of like you know I feel like I can be that man that I want to be for my bride and for my family, you know, and that's really what it's about. Yeah. And I think for me, it, it really is my daily mission. I think if I had to describe the what the program is, it's like it is articulating and encouraging me in my daily mission as a man, as a husband and father, and you know, and a son. And that's where I think it really excels. Is it's it's very much it's taking it's taking the Bible, it's taking the examples of the saints, and it's tying that into my kind of everyday mission. Because we we had talked about that last week, where you know the, the familiar is just it even when it's the most important thing in the world like being a good father it's familiar and it's the day-to-day -day, and it's very easy for me to go about it like it's not that important mm -hmm. and so i think what's really good about this is that steve really articulates this is the mission this is your mission and this is what happens when you don't fulfill the mission and this is how you fulfill the mission and that's that's what we're i mean we're only what six weeks in now yeah so we're, we're in this part of like this is how you fulfill that mission and so it, it's incredibly <clears throat> practical in that sense but also incredibly biblical um and incredibly catholic in terms of just using the lives of the saints as an example um well, if I'm a listener, I might be interested in joining. We'll have to, we'll have to have, I'm going to go to a break here in a little bit and find out uh, when we're meeting and, and how you can get this in your own parish, possibly. Mm -hmm. All right, hang with us over the break. We'll be right back with more Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. This is Father Jacob Boddicker of the Society of Jesus serving in the Diocese of Rapid City. I think my favorite part of being a priest is just the gift of being able to see a person on the level of the soul. 
and that beautiful privilege of people trusting in the priesthood and trusting me and showing me what God has been doing in their heart, that privileged perspective on a soul that really only God has a right to, but Jesus in his goodness has chosen to let me see that work as well and to be a part of it. And so to, to labor in the vineyard, not only in the world, but in the, the hearts and souls of his people, uh, I think is the, the most beautiful gift of my priesthood so far. This is Agnes Lucy from Harvey, North Dakota, and I'm almost 90 years old. The advice I would give to others is to have faith in God, trust and believe He will help you, and surrender to His will. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Radio. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Teresa Curley. And I'm Father Sean Hagerty here at St. Lambert Parish in Sioux Falls. And we're visiting today with Matt Adamson, and we're talking about That Man Is You. Um, over the break, you were sharing with us some of the impact you've seen from this program at St. Lambert's. Yeah, so I think that was one of, we kind of brought up earlier, one of the really energizing things of getting it started was just seeing how how many guys just came forward and said this was, a, you know, an answer to something stirring in their hearts. Father shared, um, yeah, he, he talked it. with someone who had just had a really specific story on that where he had been, he had been praying about, you know, he's, he's like, Lord, I, I need something. And so he went to Mass one day, and before Mass, he was praying, Lord, I need something to, you know, help me be a better man, you know. For, for his spouse and his kids and yep. and just, yeah. And lo and behold, that was the weekend we were doing pulpit talks for that man <laughs> as you. And yeah. so it was, uh-huh. like a, it was like, okay, well, it doesn't get any more direct than that. You yeah. know, like I said, as men, we need, sometimes we need, pretty direct directions on what to do. So that was good for him. But, um, yeah. you know, the other thing that is really, really funny in how frequently it occurs and how, how women approach me is how many women have come up to me like spouses. <laughs> and it's really funny because it'll be after mass or at, you know, we're at something with our kids and you know, they'll kind of like sneak over, you know, <laughs> like, hey, Matt thanks for doing this this is really great you know and it, it's just you know while their husband's off in the corner you know and can't see him so it's it's been really cool to see you know how many wives have also come forward and said thanks for doing this mm-hmm. um so like clearly there's an impact there right yeah, and they're sure. they're kind of coming to find me to, to tell me that and and there's you can see the impact in the group too i mean i don't want to it's not just those more hidden things. It, it's very direct. Our small group discussions started. I mean, they've they've done great in that portion of the program, and mm-hmm. yeah, everything has really clicked in a pretty amazing way. Mm-hmm. Um, just how natural everything's come together and, and just worked with the guys in the group. So yeah, and, and even in the small groups, there's a good variety of older guys and younger guys, and and guys kind of learning from one another of all ages, mm-hmm. and uh, it's really. Uh, like a beautiful uh, 
<clears throat> orchestra, if you will, you know, of God's graces. And, uh, you know, we're all, in the, we're all a part of the body of Christ, and we all affect one another. Whether we believe it or not or like it or not, the reality is we all affect one another. So we, when we ourselves are beginning to follow God's will in our own life, it's going to affect the other men in this parish. It's going to affect, uh, if, the, if, the, if the man is, you know, in his workplace, obviously if he's married, it's going to affect his spouse. It's going to affect his children. Because uh, we're all one body in Christ, and it affects everyone when we ourselves are living out our call and taking on our duty and responsibility. And that's really what this program is about, is helping guys to see uh, what it means, what, one, what's a man's role in the world today, whether you're married or you're single or whatever, but what's your role, and then what's the consequences when we're not taking on that role. Mm -hmm. And you can see it in our own lives we can see it in the family life. We can see it in our workplace. We can see it in society as a whole. Uh, that there, there's the real consequences that happen when we aren't living out what we're called to, and so that really motivates us as men because we like, we love to fix pro <laughs> problems, <laughs> you know. And uh, so we kind of see very clearly the consequences of our own inaction, but also our own just the own sin in our own lives. And so then there's a greater motivation, also a greater willingness to be humble because when we're in small groups we're talking about and being humble and we're realizing we're not alone and other guys are struggling just like we are mm. and uh and when, when we realize that that then empowers us to really um you know well it gives us energy to then say yes to god and to follow him more closely uh but it just strengthens us in, a, in an awesome way so mm -hmm. um yeah yeah, which, which maybe, should we talk more of the specifics of the program? I don't think we've yeah, actually explained like yeah. what happened. That was, that was a little uh, hook, hook before we, <laughs> we, we went to break. To that. Now that everyone's glued to that radio. Yeah, so, <laughs> we, yeah, so we should probably define that. So um, with that man is you, you know, I, I, I kind of have the, the formal definition down, but I, I think we've talked about it quite a bit, um, you know, kind of what it is. But the format of it, I think, what I really like about it is I've done a lot of small groups, especially the last probably eight to ten years when the small group discipleship has kind of gone through and has seen the real good parts of that. Mm. Um, but then I think the tough parts of that, and I think that man as you does a really good job of combining the the best parts of small group discipleship with kind of more of a, a large group format too. Um, so what, what happens with the meeting is we meet, we meet early mornings on Friday mornings, and the reason for that is because that's when there aren't conflicts. So um, we actually start at 6 a.m., mm. so we come in, we get breakfast. Um, that first half hour, we, we kind of rotate off um, breakfast for the week, come and eat the first half hour. I'll come up, do announcements, and then there will be a 30-minute video with the content, and that's what we've been talking about with, you know, referring to what are the consequences of our sin and what is our mission as a man and kind of the really the specifics of that content is in that video. And then for the last half hour, our large group, so we do that as a large group. Um, and then the last half hour, we break into our small groups and then we have that small group discussion around what the video was for the day. And the small groups are the same from week to week. So when you join, you join the large group, but you also join your small group, and mm -hmm. that is your group, you know, with your own group leader and everything. So I, I, I like how it combines that with the large group because it's it's nice. Um, some of the difficulty of a small group is I think it's harder to, like, invite in some ways, maybe one or two, but you can't get up at the pulpit and just invite 
a ton of people in the way we could, you know, if that mm-hmm. man is used. So I think that's the really nice part of kind of having the large group, but then with the small group element as well. And they kind of try to blend that as best they can, I think. And that, that is helpful because I think that overcomes some of the, you know, we talk about being missionary in some ways it's much easier to invite someone to that man is you because it's more of a large group. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I, I always thought of it as I could feel much more natural to invite someone off the street to like that man is you just, it's like, just come, you know, it's yeah. one of those things. Whereas like a small group, it might feel more, you know, I don't know. It's like come to my house and with this group of guys that all know each other, <laughs> you know, and yeah. all, are, you know, it, it's much less like kind of off putting yeah. to someone new. So I, just my experience with small groups in the parish and doing this, I really like that format. So that that's what a meeting looks like, and then we wrap it up by seven thirty, so guys can get out, and some of them have to leave before that, and that's fine. They got to get to work. So mm-hmm. um, that's that's really kind of the format, and like we said, all the contents there. Mm. Um, I really like that we're meeting early in the morning. You know, mm-hmm. my dad was an early riser, and <laughs> and there's something about manliness of just getting up and getting things done. You know. Uh, like my twin brother, he, him and his wife and the kids and stuff, he's usually up really early. It's when he kind of gets a lot of things done. And, and him as, as the father to kind of help lead the family, he's kind of getting a lot of things done. And his wife's sleeping in a little bit more. If the kids kind of wake up, he might kind of help them out a little bit before he goes off to work. And then she's, you know, watching them throughout the whole day, obviously. But there's something about waking up early as a man, I think, in particular, uh, that many ways we're kind of naturally, you know, uh, built in a way to do, and we're you know going out for hunting early in the morning or providing and all these things, and uh, so I, I think just us coming in here, it's kind of like being in the war room, if you will, and we're we're, we're getting our coffee, we're we're eating and visiting, and and uh, and then we're just ready to go out and do battle, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's mission briefing room. On, I mean, that really is a great way to think of it because I, I really think that's how I would articulate it. It's, it's it's showing me my mission and how I fulfill that mission and that. That, that's a great image, I think, for what the program is. Now, we're just about out of time here, but if people want to find out more information or start this up in their own parishes, where do they go? Yes, so you can go to thatmanisyou.org, or you can search for it. And when you click on it, you will get to a website called paradisusday.org. That is correct. That's that confusing. Is the, it is confusing. <laughs> it, it will switch to paradisusday, but you get to paradisusday.org. That's right. Um, and then... You can reach out to them um, and explore it a little bit. They have contact information on the website. And then it's really just talking to your parish priest. Um, you know, ideally get ahead of it six, six to nine months because we rolled this up in like a month. <laughs> I would not recommend that. Um, but they are very helpful. They will, they will assign someone to your parish, and they will walk you through all the steps. It's all laid out. Um, You'll, you'll get it started, pick a leader, and then we'll assemble a core team. We have a core team of about eight guys, so that was step one. This is the part that came together in like a span of two weeks, so I wouldn't recommend that. Start earlier <laughs> than we did, but, you know, it, it worked. So, um, so once you kind of see the materials on the website, talk to your pastor. They'll call you, and they'll walk you through the whole process awesome. of how to start it. So, Well, thanks so much for being on with us. Matt. Yeah, thanks, Matt. This is awesome. This is really wonderful to see the bishop's mission alive in our diocese, lifelong Catholic missionary disciple, and those who are praying and listening to God and seeing God's uh, will unfold in our diocese and in our own lives. All right, we'll be right back. Stay with us.